You're listening to Data Plus Love. Uh, today with me, I have a Tableau Zen Master and Ambassador whose last name is Flurlidge. And until a couple of weeks ago, that was a lot easier to narrow down. Uh, however, this particular Flurlidge uh, won enough Vizies last year at the Tableau conference to the point at which the Vizies should have been called the Kevies. I will introduce you now to my friend Kevin Flurlidge. Kevin, how are you tonight? I'm good, Zach. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so when I teased this episode, which I actually teased tonight, uh, the night we're recording, I said I was breaking one of my rules uh, with the guest I was having tonight. And that rule, of course, is that I would not have flurlidges on my podcast. <laughs> no. Um, my, my rule was I was going to try to avoid higher profile guests. And I say that not because I don't like higher profile guests. In fact, um, many higher profile members of the Tableau and uh, Data Fam community are friends of mine, you in particular. But I was trying to promote some of the lesser heard voices and put people out there that we weren't particularly seeing as much. But, you know, guest bookings being what they are and availability being what it is and friendships being what they are, I really have wanted to talk to you. And it's been frustrating um, denying myself that. So, uh, th- <laughs> This is one for me, you know, it's like when uh, when an actor does the studio picture with like the dragons and then they do the little art house picture. You're my <laughs> art house picture. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm excited to have you on tonight. And obviously, it's been an exciting month for you being um, uh, set up as a Tableau Zen master along with your brother, which I know is one of the big reasons you sort of got into uh, Tableau and data visualization. How did that happen for you? Yeah, I mean... Ken is one of the reasons, but the interesting thing is Ken, Ken had been talking about Tableau for quite some time, and I just kind of picked on him, made fun of him. I didn't get it at all, um, and he kind of just left it alone, and then it actually came down to um, at work, I was kind of feeling maybe a little bit uncomfortable in my current position, felt like it was probably time for a change started looking around within my company and I started to notice that pretty much every job posting had Tableau in it. Every, every single analytics job posting that I looked at said, you need to know Tableau. So uh, it wasn't really Ken's urging that got me using Tableau. It was the necessity of, of needing that, uh, needing that on my resume and um, to kind of, kind of advance my career. And uh, so I sent Ken a message and said, all right, Ken, I think after all this time, I think it's time for me to learn Tableau. And, and I've told this story before, but when I, when I told Ken that I wanted to learn Tableau, he said, you know, this is awesome. You know, I can't wait. And then he sent me a link to Matt Francis's um, online training. I'm like, Ken, man, you're, you're a Tableau Zen master. I think you can teach your twin brother how to use Tableau. So ultimately, yeah, let's see. It's March 1st right now. We, he taught, gave me a three-hour session on February 26, 2018. So almost exactly two years ago. Um, and I was hooked immediately. So, so yes, yeah, so it wasn't really Ken's urging. It was a sort of necessity of, of career path type thing. But uh, very glad I did have met tons of cool people and, and yeah, uh, it's changed my life in every single way. 
can definitely see it's been a meteoric rise for you. Um, you've really taken to not only producing uh, high quality work with great frequency, but to critical acclaim and have also been super influential and in sort of elevating and helping other people along. I've seen so much of your work is less of a visualization, particularly about a subject, but more of a instructional how-to, but in a sort of whimsical and fun way that sort of takes out the sting of tutorials, um, right. which is one of the things I've always appreciated about your work. And now that you and Ken have both combined your websites into the Flirlidge Twins, it becomes sort of a one-stop shop for a lot of, just a lot of some of the more technical aspects and advanced chart types, but also, you know, introductions to some of the scarier concepts like triangle math, as you guys put it in your <laughs> yeah. presentation at the conference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love doing Tableau. I love creating my own visualizations, but I've found over time, and I think I kind of knew this down below, but I, I found that I really just enjoy helping people more than anything. So I do that quite often. Uh, did a, helped a couple of people this weekend. And uh, yeah, it really is very satisfying that people come to you uh, lo looking for help and you're able to help them. So yeah, one of my favorite things to do is to help. And and that's the whole reason why we're writing these blog posts. You know, we don't, if you're, if you're on Flurlidge Twins or if you're ever on prior to the merge, if you're on KenFlurlidge.com or KevinFlurlidge.com, you don't see ads, you don't see, you know, we're not making a single dime off of it. Um, it's just because we like to help. And, you know, I, Andy Kriebel talks about writing blog posts for himself in that when you write it down, it helps you learn, helps you remember. That's certainly part of it. I think writing a blog post to say about a new feature of parameter actions or, or dynamic parameters certainly helps you uh, learn and retain that knowledge. But, you know, it's really just about sharing. And, and uh, we have such a great community of people that are sharing. And I just want to add to that. So, uh, yeah. A lot of fun and I appreciate the, the kind words. You know, we ultimately ended up merging the, the two websites because people didn't know where the heck it was it on KenFlurlidge.com, was it on KevinFlurlidge.com. Nobody knew. We've, we've sort of become the same person. I've been credited with Ken's work. He's been credited with mine. We actually made a pact not to correct people any longer. If I get a, uh, credit for the Sankey diagram template, then I'll just accept it. And uh, so, yeah, it, it only made sense to kind of shove it all together and then put it in one place one place i think it's just really a huge compliment to your parents ultimately because apparently <laughs> they either they both did something right or you two rebelled in a super positive direction or um wh whatever the outcome clearly it's been highly successful for both of you and i mean <laughs> i know for you in particular you're heavily involved in the cincy tug in cincinnati um with just like a murderer's row of like awesome people up there what's it like being part of such a just impactful and successful tableau user group yeah, it's funny, you know, I started with the leadership group in early 2019 with, with Jeff Schaefer and, and some others. And, um, you know, we had some good guests. We had we had a bunch of Zen masters last year. And um, it was weird. We, we were consistently, you know, we're Cincinnati, pretty small market, but we were consistently having maybe 50 or 60 people, which we thought was great. But all of a sudden, it seems like we've got some momentum. Um, in January, we brought in uh, Sarah Bartlett was coming into town and we, we got her to come to Cincinnati and, and do the, the tug. And then Mark Bradburn came down and, and it sort of almost sort of went viral. We had about a dozen different people come in from out of town. We had 110 people, maybe our, our highest attended tug ever. And and uh, we got some really awesome things coming up. We have uh, Zen Master Bridget Cogley coming in on in March. We've uh, 
got Johnny Walker. This is this week, actually, March 5th. Uh, Johnny Walker is going to do a remote session on Mapbox and Tableau. And, and we've got some killer stuff for April. So um, can't really announce that yet. But let's just put it this way. We're going to have more than a half dozen Zens in town. So it's going to be awesome. Do you guys record or live stream any of these? Or Sometimes. We'll probably do it with Johnny Walker. The problem with live streaming in-person presentations is people are kind of walking across around the room. You lose the video of them. You lose the mic. You, know, you have to uh, uh, use a lapel mic or something like that. So just the logistics of it have been a little bit more challenging. So anytime somebody does a remote session, we, we typically record it, but the other ones just are, have been a little more challenging. We're probably going to focus on doing a little bit more of that in, in the future, but yes, only, only now and then do we do that. You have to come in town. If you want to see it, you have to come to Cincinnati and see it and hang out with us. I mean, I'd love to. You're you're only seven hours away by car, <laughs> say only, um, which is closer than a lot of tugs. And I mean, it's definitely one of the ones I'd love to visit. I've so far only visited the Twin Cities tug before, and that just happened to be the best timing on earth because I was in town for an Edward Tufty presentation, and uh, the Twin Cities tug turned out to be way better than an Edward Tufty presentation. Not gonna, <laughs> uh, he's not going to listen to this, uh, but even even said, I'm not going to throw too much shade, even though I know a uh, Twitter ban from him is considered a, uh, a green light stamp of approval um, in the community <laughs> lately. So speaking of Jeffrey Schaefer, I believe you two work together now. How did this all come about? I mean, you met him at the tug or did he see your work online or what happened? Um, yeah, I mean, he, he'd known Ken. Um, so, so if people don't know, I mean, I don't know how you wouldn't know Jeff Schaefer, but Jeff Schaefer's a five times in, uh, been using Tableau forever. Um, he was, I'm not sure which year, maybe 2015, he was one of the Iron Viz finalists. Um, and he knows literally everything about Tableau. So, uh, and, and I'm not exaggerating. He knows everything. Um, but, you know, I just started doing stuff on Tableau Public when, I, you know, when Ken kind of gave me a little three-hour instruction. I just started building stuff. I think I did like six visits in the first month and you know, to the point where my wife had said, Hey, you might want to spend some time with us. I uh, might need to slow down on that stuff. But, um, so yeah, I was just doing, you know, just having fun with Tableau, posting things on Tableau public. And he reached out to me about, uh, presenting at the, at the Tableau, uh, user group. And so we kind of set up some time and said, you know, maybe here in the next couple of months, we'll, we'll set you set up some time for you to, to present. And I didn't know what that guy was going to present about. You know, I was three, four months into it at that point. But it was maybe a few weeks later, he sent me a message and said, um, you know, been been watching you. I've been liking what you're doing. How'd you like to do this full time? And that made me very anxious and very nervous, excited, you know, lots of emotions. Um you know, I, I was only using Tableau, I think at that point for six months, but I knew who Jeff was and I knew he was kind of a, a legend. And uh, so, yeah, that kind of gave me a little, a little bit of anxiety. And I said, you know, I told him in that message, he sent it over Twitter and I said, man, I've only been using the six months I, I've got, I might look like I've got some of this stuff figured out, but if you look under the hood of some of my visits, they're total trash. <laughs> and uh, he said, I'm not worried about that one bit. So yeah, I, uh, we set up an interview, came in, we talked, coolest interview I ever had. I, I remember him, him walking in with uh, like a suit jacket on and like bright purple kicks on, you know, it was like, uh, this is the kind of guy I want to work for. So we just had a really nice conversation. You know, they set me up with a, with a second interview with the, my current manager, Ethan Hahn, which if you guys don't know Ethan, um, 
he's absolutely brilliant. He's he's kind of uh, watches what happens on Twitter. Um, doesn't post a lot on Tableau Public, but dude is a, a sequel genius and incredibly talented at Tableau. But he said, hey, I, would, I bet we meet at a bar. So we went and had a, a drink and kind of talked over things and rest is history. Worked there for a year and a half, get to learn under probably one of the best in history. If you, if you had to pick the top five people in, in Tableau history, just certainly one of those five. So um, yeah, it's been a been a huge blessing to learn under Jeff and um, I, I can't thank him enough. And you know what? The guy knows everything about Tableau. We can never stump him, but on top of that, he's just a really, he's a really great guy to work for. Just, just a great guy. I mean, he couldn't ask for a better situation to work for him. I think you brought up an interesting point though, maybe without even uh, realizing it. You talked about how, when he complimented your work and was telling you how great it was, the first thing you went to is you have no idea how crappy this is under the hood. <laughs> and um, I said, I'm not name dropping or bragging. Uh, I got two job offers when I was at the conference as well, both from people that I really respected. And my first thought uh, from both of those was to go deeply into impossible foster complex and be like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, whatever you think my work is, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> which may which may or may not be true but it's it's definitely a uh, refuge i think a lot of people run to where it's like no i'm not nearly as good as you think i am um you've got the wrong guy that sort of thing but i mean clearly people that are experienced and know what they're doing they recognize uh you know capability and uh obviously aren't wrong yeah i mean i think that was more along the lines of what he he recognized some loss of potential and you know he knew ken too so maybe identical twins he expected that maybe we would be relatively similar and in our skill sets. Um, and, but I think generally just recognized some potential talent. So yeah, I mean, I'm excited he did, but you know, you talk about imposter complex and this is, we hear this all the time. Um, we hear people get on Twitter or, and, you know, just started using Tableau and they get really overwhelmed with what people are doing and see visualizations that, that people are doing that have been using the tool for three and four or five years. It's like, you know, and they feel like, overwhelmed that they'll never get to that point. But the, the funny thing is, you know, I think that literally every single person experiences this imposter syndrome. And you, you talk about, you know, the, the recent Zen thing for me, it's weird. We, we were on a call the other day, a Zen call, and I look around at this group of people, Chantilly and and uh, Chris Martini and Steve Wexler and Jeff and, and Jonathan Drummond. You go, I don't belong in this group. I'm not I'm not Jonathan Drummy. I mean, my gosh, right? Who is Jonathan Drummy? It's really, um, it's really this this imposter complex. I, I feel it. I feel it more now than I ever did because now I feel like, oh, I'm a Zen master. I have to know absolutely everything. Somebody asked me a question, I have to be able to answer it. You know, something happened at work the other day, I couldn't answer, and Jeff answered it in about a half a second. It's like, all right, I've still only been using the software for two years. Uh, I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't compare myself to the likes of Jeff Schaefer and, and Jonathan Drummy. But uh, just for everybody out there, imposter complex hits us all. Um, Chris Love said it as well. Like you never. It'd be, you're a Zen master, you're never going to lose this, this um, imposter complex. So um, yeah, it's a real thing. Interesting points. Uh, I remember when Adam Miko put out his call, he wanted uh, a bunch of people from the community to write little blurbs after the conference last year. And uh, one of the things I wrote about was how 
I had wanted to be Andy Cotgreave, um, which is an absurd idea. I had just listened to a Cole Netflix podcast where um, the three authors of the Big Book of Dashboards were on. And uh, I often joke with Steve Wexler about how he's my second favorite. Uh, now he knows who my my first would be. <laughs> although although Steve, Steve's moved up now. I told him he's number one. Uh, we had some time to hang out in Graceland uh, recently. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah. But um, I wrote um, that I wanted to be Andy Cockreave, but that's an absurd idea because the best thing I could be is the best Zach Bowders I can be. Right. Because the world doesn't need an another Andy Cockreave. We've already got Andy Cockreaves. Right. We need more Kevin Florilages. We need more Maria Brocks. We need more everyone to do their own thing. Um, because trying to sort of move into a role that someone else has created or, you know, whatever you think this person is, is not what you should be doing. What you should be doing is doing your thing. And Kevin Flerlidge's thing is great. And one of the things I've always appreciated about what I see from you is first your endless generosity, because you always have time for everyone, which makes me wonder how you have time for yourself. Also, I've always appreciated in your work, you have this uh, whimsicality. Everything is always kind of fun and it makes people interested. Um, where does that come from? It's kind of cool you say that because I mean, for me, I just, I don't know, I generally in life, I just don't take anything too serious. Um, you know, so I, I can remember back to one of the first visualizations I created, it was Candyland. And it's like, you know what, this, this, you know, doesn't have to be a drag, it can be fun, right? So all right, talk about health by talking about candy, right? So I don't know. I, I, I appreciate that you said that. I don't know if it's really intentional most of the time, but yeah, I try not to take myself too seriously. You know, sometimes you read a blog post and it's so serious. It's like, oh gosh, you know, this can be kind of boring at times. So, you know, let's just throw a joke here and there in and make fun of yourself and, and not be too serious. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. But, you know, you're going back to what you were talking about. You know, we need a, a Zach Bowders. We need a Maria Brock. It's, you know, I had this sort of interesting jump into this where I had an identical twin brother that was a Zen master. And so I found myself looking at his work going, like, how am I going to be like him? How am I going to do all these cool templates and, and uh, you know, create all these crazy charts? And you know what? I found that uh, I don't have to be, like you said, I don't have to be Ken Flurlidge. I can be Kevin Flurlidge. And if you go look on our website, and Ken said this when we merged our, our websites, is we complement each other really, really well. I'm not building arc Sankey diagrams, you know? And I mean, I might have some skills to be able to do some of that, but it's not, it's, it's his thing. It's not my thing, right? I like to talk about new features. I like to talk about, you know, 20 different ways of doing X or doing Y. So I think we've complimented each other really, really well. Um, and um, yeah, I don't feel the need to be Ken Flerlidge anymore. And you know, and, and there's plenty of times I look at somebody else's work and I go, I literally go, I will never be able to do that. I will never be able to do what Chris D. Martini does, right? Um, but you know, it, it doesn't matter, right? I'll be the best Kevin Flerlidge, you be the best Zach Bowders, Ken will be the best Ken Flerlidge. So, um, and that's what makes this all fun, right? Is that we have these these uh, different uh, skill sets. So um, yeah, that's why I'm excited that uh, I can be myself and still be, not feel like I have to be Ken Flerlidge number two. And I think this is, we didn't plan this topic. This sort of came up organically. And I think it's really good for people to hear this from you because I know so many people that looked up, look up to you and I mean, your work is so inspirational. You do so much for the community. And honestly, when all you see from people are just sort of tweets and their work and stuff, it's very easy to not know a person. And that's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast, because 
when you only relate to people through, you know, short bursts of text and looking at their work, it's very easy to be intimidated and very easy to think everyone else, um, everyone else has this all figured out. Um, I'm the one that doesn't quite feel comfortable, but clearly everyone else does. The fact that you can be a Zen master and an ambassador and be working for Jeff Schaefer and all this and still be like, hey, you know, some, I mean, in your case in particular, you have an identical twin brother, you know, with bigger arms and tattoos and a soul patch who's arguably cooler than you. <laughs> who was doing this first and you know are you going to be living in his shadow and I think it would be insane for anyone to make that argument because clearly not only have you chosen your own path and done your own thing but you've been incredibly successful and I don't think there's a comparison going on there yeah yeah I mean and I'll admit I mean Ken, Ken's been using Tableau for three and a half four years he's way better at it than me he he has a lot more skills than I have he's used to be a DBA you know he he's no SQL like the back of his hand um, he's better with ETL tools. He can write some Python code. He used to be a, um, a computer uh, programmer. I mean, he used to write code all day long. He has some skills that I will never have. You know, I was an Excel guy for 15 years, right? I just, you know, I don't have that skill set. Um, and then I work for Jeff. You know, I talk about uh, uh, Ethan Hahn, who, uh, you know, he he's my manager. That guy's brilliant. And it's just, I've kind of let go of the having to be a jack of all trades and and be able to being good at absolutely everything. I'm just focused on the things I enjoy, the things I'm talented at. And, you know, I don't feel like I have to be Ken Floroge or Jeff Schaefer or Ethan Hahn or Danushki De La Vera, you know, I'm just going to try and be the best me. And, and, you know, sometimes you feel uh, intimidated by what other people can do, but, um, you know, I'm trying, trying not to let that kind of thing bother me and just, uh, kind of follow my own path. So yeah, I appreciate you saying that. And, and I hope that everybody else out there kind of does the same thing. Be, be the best you. Don't be intimidated by what other people can do because there's always going to be somebody better at you. None of us are going to, are Joe Mako. None of us are Jonathan Drummond. None of us are Andy Creeble or, Jeff or Andy Cotgrave. Or Andy Cotgrave. Look, if, if we were all going to compare ourselves against like Alexander Varlamov or Danuka's <laughs> Firebird Suite, it's like, wh why are you even showing up? Just curl up on a ball on the floor and call it a day. But yeah. obviously, you know, everyone has their own interests and their own style. And I mean, whether it's the topics that you choose to viz or, you know, whether you're a map guy and that's what you you do and you create the best maps or I mean my thing lately is I'm going to I'm trying to do one chart visits and try to extract the most value out of simplicity that's coming from a past where I was trying to put as much possible on a page to sort of you know wow you with volume and now I'm like how can I pare this down and you know even choose chart types that you know people in our community generally despise like pie charts like what's the best thing I can do with a pie chart right now can I, I can I make something that people <laughs> won't hate um so I sort of I I relish the challenge of doing something that I know people are going to just naturally dislike and uh, see if but I people can. are loving it. People are loving what you're doing right now, right? I mean, how much, how many comments and feedback have you got since you've been kind of uh, one charting it? Because I mean, I know that the, the, the thing you just put out was awesome. I mean, it's a little piggyback off of Adam Miko's uh, music of the week you were born, but you know, how, how much better is it that, I'm oh, sorry, I shouldn't say better, but <laughs> it, was, it was Adam's, it was Adam's idea. And it's a fantastic idea. Sorry, Adam. But to think about what your parents <laughs> were listening to when they conceived you, I mean, that's, 
That's brilliant. I mean, it's I, okay. So disturbing and disgusting, but brilliant. Oh yeah, no, it's um, it's a train wreck. So if if you haven't seen this viz, it's in response to Adamico took a Billboard Hot 100 data set, which I believe uh, was cultivated by Sean Miller, and it goes back to like 1958. So there's you know you can be a decent age unless you're Steve Wexler, in which case you're too old, as he pointed <laughs> out to me. Um, uh, the idea behind Adamico's, which is a fabulous idea, is you can type in your birth date and it tells you what the top 10 songs were uh, when you were born. And that was really fun. And immediately I sort of went to this this place of like, I don't know, schadenfreude and just an absolute train wreck. And it's like, yeah, but what about nine months earlier? <laughs> um, so I, I put You're together twisted. this... That's oh twisted. no! What a twisted thought, Zach. It, it was a twisted thought, and um, so I made this viz, which is totally an homage to Adam. And I asked him, "Are you cool with me doing this?" And he was. Adam's always game. Yeah. And I referenced him at the bottom, and it looks kind of like a Billboard cover, except there's no person on it. It tells you, "Yeah, yeah, if you were born this day, this is what your parents were listening to nine months earlier." And um, it was—it's so worth it, if for no other reason than <laughs> Caesar Pico now knows that he literally could have been conceived to let's get it on. Like there's no unknowing that. Like he has to live with that forever. And like, yeah, it's, um, I find a lot of joy in making visits that people can find themselves in. And this yeah. is one where, let me tell you the number of people that commented on it versus the number of people that actually clicked through. There were a lot of people that wanted to know, but didn't want anyone else to know what they found out. <laughs> Um, so that, that was a whole lot of fun. And I actually, I, I drew from you on that because I used PowerPoint to create some objects and stuff to create some of these like sort of magazine header graphics, which is totally outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Totally. Finally gotcha to use in PowerPoint. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's something where it's, uh, you've always said how easy it was and I've looked at your tutorials. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to, I want to try to do this all in tool and sort of be as organic as possible. Right. I've taken this really sick Anthony Bourdain approach to data viz where I'm like, no, 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 I'm making peasant food. I'm going to make a one viz thing. It's going to be simple ingredients. Anyone could recreate this. But then for this one, I'm like, I really want it to look like a magazine cover and I just can't pull it off with out of the box fonts and stuff. So why not? So that was fun. And uh, again, uh, traumatizing Caesar. Totally worth <laughs> all worth it. <laughs> oh man. So um I have some favorite visits of yours. And um jumping over to music, one of those is the day that music died. You took a really interesting approach with that one, which I believe you used collapsible containers. Is that the method you used on that? I did, yep. So basically you kind of made a viz that flowed like a web app. Like as you clicked on stuff, it sort of told the story as you flowed down the page, which is different right. from a lot of stuff we see um, where there's this sort of scrolly telling technique where people create a vertically oriented data visualization that's super tall and you sort of scroll your way down the page. You did a similar concept, but sort of a gradual reveal, which sort of drew the uh, reader into it, making them part of the story. Right. So what came first there? The idea, hey, can I do this or the story or what? That, that viz almost wasn't, didn't happen. You know, I, I was, if people don't know, I sit next to Danushki De La Vera, we call her D, and uh, she was creating this phenomenal viz. You guys probably seen it called F the Firebird Suite. Um, and this viz was a top 10 iron viz and also made it to the information is beautiful shortlist. She went to London, got the royal treatment over there. Um, so the, the viz was just something people hadn't seen before. So I'm working on a viz and I've got a stacked area chart that talks about recorded music sales and you know and it was one of these times where I felt intimidated and she's very good and and um and I just felt intimidated that like 
how is this thing going to compete, right? It's a stacked area chart. <laughs> and, um, and over time, I kind of, you know, showed it to Jeff and D and they were like, I think you should do it. Just do it. And, you know, and I had had some success in iron viz so i just decided to kind of go for it so as i built this thing i kind of had an idea what the story looked like i'd set it up as a as a you know five thousand pixels or something tall i knew i'm gonna ha gonna have kind of a story and i knew i knew this would be more of a storytelling viz than uh, a lot of the stuff i've done in the past but as i started to build it there was so much text on screen and there was so many different aspects and i almost wanted them to see one of them before the other like don't get the user caught up in kind of glancing over the whole thing like i just wanted to feed them one little nugget and this is um well i guess that would have been maybe in, in may or june 2019 in 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 april the 19.2 came out, had parameter actions and collapsible containers. And I just thought, well, maybe I could use collapsible containers to kind of unveil the story. Let me give them one piece at a time. When they're done with that, um, they can view the next piece. And the cool thing about it is ultimately the Viz was about Napster and how it how it really crushed recorded music sales. And um, if you're old like me and you remember Napster, it had that little percentage gauge. It was like a really antiquated looking um, progress ch uh, bar chart. And uh, so after each section, it kind of lent itself to putting this little progress bar here of, of how far you are into downloading quote unquote uh, the information but um, yeah so ultimately created um, one little section I had a couple charts and some text and maybe a few images and then I put a collapsible container within that container um, when you clicked it it opened a second container and also when you clicked it the other button was a trans was transparent so you couldn't see it so when you clicked it it kind of disappeared it opened up the next container and that kind of just kind of set them up sort of like dominoes as you click the button within one container it opened them up the next container so yeah it was just sort of like hey this actually turned out pretty cool i didn't know that it would be this neat so yeah it kind of just allowed the user to read one little section and move on when they were ready so it got a lot of feedback um and uh yeah that ended up getting fourth place so uh i guess it worked well and and typically i hate uh, stacked bar or stacked uh, area charts i think this one worked well but uh yeah in general um yeah, it was kind of organic just as I was going along, like maybe this will work and, and it sure did. I haven't seen many people really replicate that. Um, I'm not sure. I would never probably do something like that at work anyways. But yeah, I got a lot of a lot of compliments over that technique. With work product in particular, when you're dealing with data in motion, a lot of times some of the techniques we can employ when we already know that stuff is locked down, right. uh, you have a lot more freedom to go wild and add editorial commentary or you know the shape of the data, you're cool. But when that stuff's going to be keep, you know, continue to move, it uh, makes it a lot harder to, you know, be experimental or uh, creative in that way. Right. Definitely methods you can use, but oftentimes the many of the best methods are going to be those old standbys like bands and bars and lines and all that. But totally agree. Um, totally agree. It pushes the boundaries. Like it, it doesn't hurt to experiment uh, with public work, and it's okay to fail uh, publicly. I'm not saying they failed in this case, uh, but uh, I, I'm totally embracing failing. My next viz has been highly controversial with all the people I've asked to look at it, with half of them loving it and half of them hating it. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to uh, to publishing that thing. Uh, that no one will be happy with when I put it out. So <laughs> I can't wait to see this one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before we wrap up today, we're heading towards the end of the segment. Is there anything you would like to talk about? Anyone you would like to shout out or promote? 
Not really. I mean, you know, this stuff, I've said it before, but Tableau's really been a life-changing thing for me. You know, it's it's changed my career path for the first time in 40-some years. It's I feel comfortable with my future knowing that you know, if anything happened where I was currently, you know, I have no plans on leaving, but uh, if anything did, I feel like I could land a job pretty quickly. I never felt that way when I was uh, an Excel guy, right? You know, how many people can do Excel? It's kind of hard to show your skills. And, you know, and on top of that, you if anybody read the introductory blog post that Ken wrote about FleurlegeTwins.com, we first combined websites, you know, Ken and I are best friends. Again, we were best friends at, you know, 10, 12, 15 years old, but we, he moved away. He, he lives further away from me than you do. He lives eight hours away up in Pennsylvania and, and uh, we just lost touch over time. He moved up there when he was 21 or 22 and, um, you know, we talk every day now. So, you know, we, we, um, text and talk on the phone a lot and uh it, you know it really brought us back together so and that sounds mushy and all that but i mean the truth is tableau brought ken and i back together tableau has changed my work life and now i have i don't know hundreds dare i say thousands of friends all over the world how, how cool is that zach i mean I, we were, I was telling my wife the other day is like you want to go to australia i got a place to stay in australia we're gonna go to australia we go to London, you know, we could get the, the grand tour from from people I've considered really good friends that I see once a year, right? We'll come down to Memphis, right? You know, I mean, it's it's the coolest thing in the world to be able to um, pretty much go anywhere over the world and I could have dinner with, with a good friend, right? Maybe I haven't seen them in six or eight months, but so this Tableau thing's for real. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun to do. It's a lot of fun to do at work. Um, but it's, it's a life-changing thing. So anybody out there just getting started, put in the time, put in the energy, it will change your life. I guarantee it. So yeah, that's all I really want to say. I sound like a big commercial for Tableau. I'm not doing that intentionally. It's just, uh, it, the thing is, it, it's game-changing. It's life-changing. I don't think I could come up with a better wrap-up than that. Thanks for coming on, Kevin. Appreciate it, Zach. Data Plus Love is recorded and produced by Zach Bowders. Our music track is We Are Legends by Alex Stoner. My daddy's Batman. Hey, you're still here? Um, you're probably waiting for like the next podcast uh, to kick in, probably something better. Um, thanks for hanging on. Anyway, if you're picking up what we're putting down, uh, consider buying us a cup of coffee on ko-fi.com slash d-a-t-a-p-l-u-s-l-o-v-e. Um, just, you know, drop $3 in our tip bucket. It helps us buy better equipment. It helps us uh, pay for razor blades to keep me from looking like a wolf man. And it keeps uh, Mark's head looking so shiny and beautiful. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll never put anything behind a paywall. And thanks for your patronage. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for sticking around to the end. I really appreciate you listening to the Data Plus Love podcast. If you'd like to see more about what we're up to with the show, go to anchor.fm slash data plus love. Just spell it out, not a literal plus sign. Here you'll be able to see our library of episodes as well as interact with them either through polls or comments or leave a voicemail message that I'll put on an episode. You can interact with me personally by joining me on Twitter. I'm at Zach Bowders, not hard to hunt down. 
And if you like what you're hearing, consider leaving a tip for us or signing up for a small monthly donation at our ko-fi.com slash data plus love. Buying a cup of coffee for the show is just $3, and you can get more if you choose, or sign up to give that $3 or more monthly. Either way, I really appreciate it. Lastly, if you'd like to see more of my public data viz work, check me out on Tableau Public. So go to public.tableau.com and search for Zach Bowders. I'm the only one you won't have trouble finding me. I promise. So thanks again for hanging on to the end of the show. I really appreciate all of your listens. And until next time, this has been Zach Bowders for the Data Plus Love Network. <laughs>